pretzels at sundown get advice and tunes when you don't even know what to freaking do souls at sundown keeps it fresh and new every other friday with megan hughes i come here today to talk about how i feel and i feel like that we are treated differently than other people and i don't like how we're treated and it, just because of our color doesn't mean anything to me this is just Everybody got problems, yeah, but we didn't know one way to solve them. Uh, I really came up from the bottom, struggling my mama on the last dollar. Hustling, man, I've been putting in these hours. The government been trying to take it where it's ours. Really all about the money and the power. I just want to see my people in power. Uh, uh, tell me how we gonna shape this vision. Complaining all day, but in the same condition. If you want to make change, it's gonna take commitment. Some people enslaved by day religion. Can't emancipate the fundamental principles. When I see through optics, transform the wisdom. Watch me use my prophets, get them on the list. And I've been on the mission. And I really can't take it no more. Fight temptations, my lord I'm young and I'm restless And I really can't help it I never felt selfish before I've been living so reckless I know, tell me look at you helping I said look Everybody got fights, yeah, but wouldn't know what good advice was Until uh, they leave him lifeless, another mama crying, it's another crisis Lord knows we're just trying to live righteous Are you willing just to make the sacrifices? I know we can't continue living like this And I never sell my soul cause that's priceless uh, uh, Tell me how we gonna make a living Hustle on the block, who gonna save the children? Man, it's all a plot and I'm just revealing The media just trying to make a villain I just take the pain and paint a picture of voice it's in my head, I hear the whispers When I feel it's way in hell, it's wish your heart Sip the liquor, ah! And I really can't take it no more I've been fighting temptations, my lord I'm young and I'm restless And I really can't help it I never felt selfish before I've been living so reckless, I know Tell me, look at you helping I said, look at you helping We are black people 
to feel like this. We shouldn't have to protest because y'all are treating us wrong. We do this because we need to and have rights. Hello and welcome back to Souls at Sundown. This is episode 84. And before I get into the topic today, I just want to say that that song I just played to intro us off is Temptation by Joey Badass. And it's off of his album called All American Badass. But instead of the C in America, it's KKK. And that album really is just so fantastic. I really encourage you guys to go and listen to it in full. It really just relates to the topic that I'm going to be talking about today, um, which is, you know, aside from me acknowledging my white privilege, which I'm going to be talking about white privilege and how to use your voice to amplify um, other voices that are silenced in our country, I'm going to be talking really about the racial injustices that black people face in America. And I'm just going to be highlighting a couple of different events, as well as mainly just listing resources for you to educate yourselves on, um, specifically white people to get educated on, because I know that, you know, a lot of people just want to ignore these issues and just be like, well, it's not me facing that. So, you know, not my problem, but no, it is our problem. And that's why I'm making this. So I just want to, um, yeah, list some resources for you guys, some articles to read, some books to read. I'm going to be reciting some poems and playing songs highlighting the Black experience in our nation. And I just want to start off today by saying rest in peace, George Floyd. My anger over his death really drove me to make this episode. And aside from George Floyd's death, there has been countless other names in the news in not only the past few weeks in America, but the past few years. So I also just want to say, rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Eric Garner, Philando Castile, Trayvon Martin, and also rest in peace to every black life that has been taken due to police brutality that has not trended as a hashtag or national news. Because it's really, really important to keep in mind that just because we don't see it online doesn't mean that the death didn't occur. So also on the topic of seeing it, while we're talking about this, I just want to say, please don't share videos of black people being killed or assaulted, because while that footage is useful in a court of law in convicting these people and having the video evidence, it's just so sickening to think that, you know, we just are so used to seeing black death on in just mass consumption you know like why are we just seeing that all of the time on our timelines like it's a normal thing it's not it shouldn't be desensitized like it's an absolutely enraging thing to see and while it brings attention to these cases you know it also is just like really harmful to be just like retweeting that video of just like death on people's feeds you know what i mean so SZA said it best, and this is a really old quote, actually, not really old. I don't know why I said really old, as if like 2016 was so long ago. But um, in 2016, SZA tweeted after Philando Castile passed away, and she said, they trying to desensitize you till you get used to the chaos. I refuse to get used to evil and death. I'd rather cry every day of my life. And that's just something that 
completely resonates with me and I completely agree with her on that. Like I would so much rather mourn this way and cry over this than become desensitized to seeing something like that on my feed and having just like no emotional response. You know, we need to be feeling these feelings because it is a life. It is something that we should be mourning. It's not just something. It's not just a fucking hashtag. Like these are real lives. These are real people that we see as a moment in time trending. Like those families who lost people will be mourning for the rest of their lives and not only mourning, but truly fighting such a crooked justice system. In my heart is seriously with every family who has ever lost somebody to police brutality and just has to like go in the face of mass media and like in front of the crooked cops who took their son or their brother or their husband and just fight to be able to imprison these monsters but they're also mourning at the same time like what a fucking nightmare dude so all of these reasons are the reason why i'm here today but i really have to start off by saying that um, i need to acknowledge my white privilege and that is why i'm making this episode today there is like a small part of me that, you know, did not want to make this because I was like, oh, I don't have all of my sources straight. I'm not the most trustworthy individual in this sense. Like, I don't have all the answers. You know what I mean? But that's the beauty in being human is I don't have all the fucking answers, but at least I'm trying. And you know that corny ass quote that's like, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. <laughs> that's truly how I feel about this episode today. Like just because I fear that, you know, hey, I'm not an anthropology student. I didn't study racism and its implications in a college system. I didn't, you know, I, I'm not a black individual in America. I'm just a white woman who's not very educated on black history, but I've compiled some lists and resources from people who I trust online. And I, you know, have compiled all of these things together. And my fear of not being completely correct in everything that I say in this pales in comparison to the fear that black people face in America every single day by just existing, you know? So it's like the least I can do, the absolute least I can do is compile this list of resources for you guys. So I just wanna say thank you to everybody who replied back to my tweet and gave me some things to acknowledge in this episode. So um, if you're interested in seeing like a super long list of everything that, you know, I'm not gonna be able to include every song and every poem and every book and everything that people sent me. But if you wanna go to my Twitter, you can just, well, you can just search on Twitter at Megan Hughes, white privilege. And I'm sure that the tweet will come up and you can read all of the replies. Um, so you can be a little bit more informed because I wanted to include basically everything that I could in this hour long episode. This all being said, let me just go ahead and read you this first resource that I got from my sister, which is basically an acknowledgement of white privilege. Being a white person, I can expect that I'll receive days off from work or holidays that matter to me. People know how to pronounce my name. I am never mocked or perceived as a threat because of my name. I know that the police and other state authorities are there to protect me. People of my race are widely represented in media, positively as well as negatively. When I am told about our national heritage or about civilization, I am shown that people of my color made it what it is. I can expect to see many students and professors of my race on campus. 
I do not often have to think about my race or ethnicity. In fact, I really don't notice it. I do not have to worry about incarceration unless I commit a very serious crime. People do not assume that I am unintelligent or lazy based on my race. There have never been attempts to scientifically or socially eliminate people of my race or ethnicity. Other people attribute my successes to my personal merit. My race or ethnicity will not make people around me uncomfortable. I do not have to worry about being chosen last for a job or housing due to my race or ethnicity. I can move into a neighborhood, start a new job, or enter a new school or class and know that the people around me will generally respect and feel safe around me. I can go to a store or spend money knowing that no one will be suspicious of me. I am seen as an individual. I am never held personally responsible for the actions of other people of my race or ethnicity. So I only read that aloud for my white listeners in hopes that you guys kind of like hear those statements and really let them set in as just helping you understand how different our reality is from that of our black peers. Like we do not, the one that hit me the hardest is like, I don't, I barely even think about my race. You know what I mean? Like when I go out to the store, I'm not at the store being like, oh, somebody's going to look at me if I'm sitting here too long and shuffling through this bread aisle too long. Like a store manager is not going to come over to me and be like, um, can I help you or something like that? Because I'm standing there too long and they're afraid that I'm going to like steal some shit or some absurdity you know what I mean like that's just not my reality people are just like inherently kind of trusting of me because I'm a white person which is like really fucked up because white people get away with so much and are so untrustworthy as individuals but anyways I really just read that because I really wanted to set in for you guys my white listeners like we do not get it but I hope that through listening to this episode it helps you get it a little bit more Because as white people, we need to be allies to our black peers in lifting up their voices and understanding them and listening to them and having their experiences be something that helps us understand the country that we live in. Because it's a monstrosity. Like, it truly is so disturbing to see what police are doing to black people. And to see that on your feed is a completely different reality than you being in a black body and living that experience. So anyways, I'm going to play the next song now because I could just go on a whole tangent. So now I'm going to play This Is America by Childish Gambino because you guys know this song is just way too relevant on this topic. We just want to party, I'm just cool. We just want to party, I'm just Don't 
catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. Yeah, I'm so dull like yeah. Woo, we gon' blow like yeah. What I'm whipping now, look how I'm kicking now. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on get it. Watch me move. This is Sally. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. I just check my follow and listen. You, you motherfuckers owe me. song man i really encourage you guys to go and watch that music video if for some reason you were living under a rock when it came out and you did not see it um there's just so much like subtle messaging that he stuffs into it and very obvious messaging as well but just such a great music video highly recommend but now I just want to list off some of the most popular resources that I got sent for information if you want to educate yourself on your white privilege or just about the black experience in America and you want to read some books on it. These are the most popular books I got sent. First being Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Finley actually read this book and he really enjoyed it and talked about it a lot to me and we would have a bunch of conversations around it, but I haven't personally read the book yet, so that's definitely on my to-read list. But I also got sent um, a couple of other ones like Fearing the Black Body by Sabrina Strings. 
So You Want to Talk About Race by, I'm just going to spell this name because I fear that I'll pronounce it incorrectly, but it's I-J-E-O-M-A as the first name, and then the last name is O-L-U-O. And then the next book is Between the World and Me by T-A-N-E-H-I-S-I, and then the last name is C-O-A-T-E-S. The next book is The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Also a book that got suggested a lot of times was From Hashtag Black Lives Matter to Black Liberation by Kianga Yamata Taylor. And then White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Things That Make White People Uncomfortable by Michael Bennett. Homie by Denez Smith. And Citizen by Claudia Rankine who I think both of those last people are poets, and I got sent some poetry to read as well. But before I get into that, I just wanted to say that on Netflix, you guys should watch 13th, as well as When They See Us. Those were definitely the two most recommended things to watch. And then as for people to follow, a lot of people suggested to follow at No White Saviors on Instagram because they share a lot of educational resources on how white people can educate themselves on their privilege, brothers. Okay, so that is the list that I compiled today of all of your things. That is the most popular things that I got sent in, if you will. And then a ton of people said song suggestions and stuff. But um, I want to include a couple of audio clips from people who sent them into my soulsatsundown at gmail.com account. I think that it's definitely one thing for me to sit here as a white woman and be like, I'm angry, you guys should care about this. But also um, just sharing other people's experiences on this matter is really important to me. Me and not just sitting here and speaking on, I don't know, my own feelings for the entire time. That's not really what I'm here for, you know? So I want to play two audio clips for you guys. And thank you so much to the ladies who sent these in. Love you guys. Really appreciate it. Hi, Megan. I wanted to start by saying thank you so much for using your platform to discuss an important topic like this. I'm biracial and the events that have unfolded throughout the past days have really weighed heavily on me. So I wanted to share a few of my thoughts. We have a problem in this country. We are divided and we use our differences to discriminate against one another instead of building one another up. There is no excuse for the woman in Central Park who falsified a crime and put an African-American's life at risk. There is no excuse for the delayed arrest of two murderers who killed an innocent black man in Georgia. And there's no excuse for a cop to kill a black man who was handcuffed and apprehended while three other cops watch and choose not to act. I think we can all agree on these things. But I'm confused at the lack of discussion, the lack of civil discourse, and the lack of outrage that has resulted from these situations. As much as we may want to believe that these are isolated incidents, they simply are not. And they expose a flawed ideology that is far too common in Americans. We cannot deny the dark history that our country was built upon any longer. Our country was built upon oppression and slavery that only ended less than 200 years ago. And yet people want to deny that systemic racism exists still today or want to claim that some people just love to make everything about race. I would love for race to not be a buzzword, but this is simply not the world we live in. As a biracial young adult, I have been told that I'm not really black since I can speak properly. I've been asked if my volunteer work is a part of some kind of juvenile detention program 
and I've watched people condescend me right up until the second my white mother happens to step into view. I'm disappointed when I see that women in Central Park and realize that she's one of the many that uses her privilege and power to discriminate against minorities. And I'm disappointed by the people that don't want to speak out against it. I implore you all to one, not stay silent about these issues. We cannot continue to raise generations who seriously believe that if you are of a certain skin color, you are somehow superior or that skin color has anything to do with a person's character. Two, if you are going to be racist, please own it. Stop making bigoted statements and trying to support them with some faulty political logic. You don't get to be discriminatory and pass it off as something less. And finally, learn how you play a part in this situation. If you're not a minority, you don't get to discount the racial discrimination of others just because you haven't experienced it. There is a problem in this country and it's proven by the many people who are speaking up about it. Try to listen and understand how you can be an ally instead of getting defensive. There's no one group in this country that can be blamed, only individuals. So choose to be an individual that stands up for what is right. As a biracial person, I understand and acknowledge that I have a certain level of privilege that allows me to dissociate from my race and go about my life normally. But I want to use that privilege to speak up and help people around me that do not share that luxury. Okay, I just want to say I'm sorry if you can hear Finley weed whacking outside. I'm trying to record this in a bit of a time crunch, so I don't have time to wait for him to stop. And he's been outside of this window for a very long time, my dudes. So I apologize if you can hear that subtly in the background. But I just want to say thank you to that person who sent in the first audio message. It was sent in anonymously, so I can't thank you, you know, with your name. But I just, you know, want to say it here. You freaking rule. Thank you for being so passionate passionate about this issue. Thank you for speaking on being biracial in America. And most of all, thank you for, you know, your bravery and even sending this to me and sharing your story. But also I wanted to say that I'm so happy that this person acknowledged the fact that America was literally built on the backs of slaves. You know, like we can't as a country continue to deny the fact that systematic oppression like runs in this country's blood. You know what I mean? Like we are on stolen land, my dudes. So I really appreciate that first message. You rock my socks off. Thank you so much. Now let's hear from our next listener who sent in an audio message about basically her white privilege and how enraged she was at finding out about George Floyd. Hi, Megan. This is Brooke from New Jersey, and I just wanted to come on here and share something that I wrote and shared on my Instagram because as a white person, I'm fully aware that I have a lot of privileges that many other people do not have, and so I want to use that privilege in order to amplify their voices because they're often not heard and often ignored. Let me set the scene for you. I'm crying, filled with sadness, anger, disgust, and outrage over the murder of George Floyd. A white person tells me, well, Brooke, you don't have to cry about it. There's really nothing you can do. This is the exact mindset that has to change in order for there to be a difference made. Actually, I do need to cry about it because yet another black life has been lost. I do need to cry about it because our privilege, as well as the ignorance, racism, and bigotry of people like us, are the reason that these things are still happening. Actually, I do need to cry about it because white people love to say that all lives matter, but they don't care about the black ones. And if you are offended by me saying white people instead of some white people, it is because you have internalized internalized guilt and are a part of the problem. There are things that you can do about it. 
First, you need to stop. Stop saying that racism doesn't exist in America. Stop saying all lives matter when you hear someone say black lives matter. Stop saying white privilege doesn't exist. Stop using racial slurs. Stop ignoring the fact that white and black people are treated differently. Stop putting bigots in positions of power. Stop othering. It is not us versus them. Stop staying silent when things like this happen. Stop victim blaming. Stop ignoring and denying the experiences of black people across the nation. Stop being ignorant. Stop telling black people how they should and shouldn't do things. This has happened for much too long. Stop being offended when people kneel for the national anthem. Stop saying that you aren't a racist because you have a black friend. Stop culturally appropriating. Stop saying that there is nothing you can do. Stop staying silent. After you stop, you need to start. Start listening to black people. Start to realize your privilege. Start using your privilege to amplify the voices of those who much too often are not heard. Start recognizing the internalized racism, anti-blackness, and biases within yourself and begin to fix them. Start to realize the history of anti-blackness in the United States because it goes much farther beyond slavery and segregation. Start to educate yourself. Start to educate others. Start supporting black-owned businesses. Start to call out racial injustices. Start to donate to organizations that serve black communities. Start to realize that when you are driving and you see a cop behind you, your fear is of getting a ticket, but black people have to fear losing their life. Start to sign petitions. Start calling your local, state, and federal officials and demand justice. Start protesting bigotry. Start to demand change. Start to make a change within yourself and within the world. Please do not tolerate intolerance. Please do not stay silent. Please do not go on with everyday life like there is not an issue. Black lives matter. Thank you for listening. Now please make a change. Thank you, Brooke, for getting so passionate about that topic and, you know, just saying what we all needed to hear. So I really appreciate you sending that in. And I also just realized going back through my email that the first audio message I got was from somebody named Olivia. So I just want to say shout out to Olivia for sending that in. You are a rock star. So are you, Brooke. I really just so appreciate anybody who takes time out of their day to send me an audio message. And thank you to everybody who sent in just resources in general. A lot of people sent me um, the Minnesota Freedom Fund website to donate to. So if you would like to donate, you can go to minnesotafreedomfund.org. This way you can help um, with the bail for people who are out in Minnesota right now protesting and getting arrested wrongfully. So yeah. Um, we really appreciate you guys sending in all of these resources. I'm speaking for everybody by just saying thanks for taking the time out of your day for doing that. I also got sent um, two poems, the first being Dear White America by Denez Smith, and the next being Who Said It Was Simple by Audre Lorde. And they're both available for reading on the Poetry Foundation's website, and I just really recommend reading them. I was going to read them myself um, out loud for you guys, but I fear that we won't have time to include everything that I wanted to include in this episode. So I'm just going to say, if you're interested in reading those poems, you can look up the title and author on Google, and I'm sure they'll come up on Poetry Foundation foundation.org. 
And also I got sent a lot this resource that just says anti-racism resources for white people. And if you are paying attention to this matter right now, you probably have seen this swipe up link on people's stories or maybe read it yourself. But it's a Google document that basically just has, you know, articles and videos and podcasts and books and films and organizations to follow and just all of those types of things, you know, parenting resources and all of that kind of stuff. So if you would like to get that link as well as just so many other ones, like I said um, at the beginning of the podcast, you can go and search that tweet. Just type in at Megan Hughes White Privilege on Twitter and it'll probably come up in the replies of of my tweet that I put out, but there's just so much like deep amounts of stuff that you guys sent to me and I just am so appreciative. I'm also going to link in the show notes of this episode the link to the tweet that I put out just so you guys can go and see everything that people contributed. Uh, I just remembered that you can link things in the show notes like an idiot. So it'll be in the description of this podcast wherever you're listening. Just go and click all of the things, okay? And now I'm going to play another song by Joey Badass off of that same album, All American Badass. And this one's called For My People. And it's so freaking good. I mean, every song on that album is so freaking good. But I really like this one. So I hope you enjoy it too. You know. Yeah. Always wanted to have superpowers. You know. Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Who would take a stand and be our hero Of my people, yeah It's for my people Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Take a stand in me, I Uh, now all heroes don't wear capes And all villains don't get away but all limits eventually fade. I don't wanna be good, nigga. I'm tryna be great. It's hard when your back's against the wall. And if you got it all, then keep your feet up on the floor. So I thank the Lord when I wake up in the morn. Cause through and from the world of every reason I was born. You can see the power when the mic is in my palm. When I storm across the room, hit the stage and perform. What is born? Don't be alone. Don't let me have to sign the horn and drop a bomb. I wanna give my mama crit, well and long Setting at my future kids, could run the bomb So I always do my best to carry on Life is like a game of chess, to be a pawn, my it's nigga for my people Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Who would take a stand and be our hero For my people It's a bird, it's a plane No, it's the young black guard living out his dreams What you mean? I've been up on the ultra light beam They don't wanna see you fly, they just gonna shoot your wings Everything, and what it seems Wishing all these dirty cops would come clean Still swerving on the city blocks For one thing, I made this cop a 30 shot Protect the team, know what I mean? 
Music is a form of expression. I'ma use mine just to teach you a lesson. Rule one, this microphone's a weapon. I'm shooting out the actions, manifesting in my passion, never resting. I'm surpassing the expectancy of life in my direction. Man, that section ain't depressing. Hard to be progressing through recession and depression. Not to mention that they had a cell block ever since an adolescent. All my people trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So hard to survive, but so lethal. Take a stand and be our hero Of my people I just love that song so freaking much. Love Joey Badass. Ever since 1999, that man has just been doing the most in the best way. And this album specifically is just really, really so relevant. <laughs> like I said at the beginning when I played that first song. Um, but I got this email from a girl named Megan, like me. And I just want to say some of the actions that she listed in this email if you guys are really looking for other things to do during this time. And speaking on the death of George Floyd, you can go to GoFundMe.com slash George Floyd if you would like to donate to the GoFundMe that his family created. And then, like I said before, you can donate to MinnesotaFreedomFund.org. And she didn't list this, but this is a super important one for me. Just speaking about these things in your communities, you know, like if you're quarantining at home with your family right now, like bring up this discussion if you would like to talk about these things with your family and see where they stand on this matter. Um, I think that it's really important also to acknowledge like the, I don't know, I guess like the subtle racism in your friend group or your families and stuff like that and just call it out when you hear it because... I was kind of reminiscing on this story earlier today and there was this instance where, so in summer of 2016, when Philando Castile had passed away, I was doing this series called Sister Summer on my blog channel and I still have this video up on my blog channel. It's called hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, and I was just basically like sitting on the floor of my sister's apartment just talking about how outraged I was and how I was just feeling like kind of helpless and just being like, what more can I do other than like, you know, donating to these GoFundMes and sharing the links and, you know, using my voice and lifting other people's voices up about this. Like what rallies can I show up to? But right now being in quarantine, like I don't really feel comfortable going and protesting at a rally right now. But if you are doing that, obviously just be safe with your masks and whatnot and you know just try to do a nice social distance protest but um anyways back to my topic i was basically just getting kind of emotional in that video about how upset i was about this matter and how we aren't seeing change you know and the next day or a couple days after i went to a party at my friend's house and literally the first thing she said to me when she hugged me was Oh my god hey i saw your video that you uploaded yesterday 
so funny. And I was like, what? And keep in mind, this is a privileged white woman saying this to me. And I was just like, wait, what What was funny about that video, about my Black Lives Matter video? And she just was like giggling to herself, like, I don't know, just how upset you got, like, so funny. And I said to her, I was like, there's nothing funny about that matter, but okay. And she just like ran off. And I remember crying in the bathroom after that happened because I apparently didn't know that I had a racist friend. And also I was in her house. I didn't know how to react. Like I was going to be around her for the rest of the night. I couldn't decide if I wanted to leave or if I should tell other people that she was racist. Like I was so confused on what to do. And I ended up voicing to two of my friends the incident I just had with her. And one of my friends was like, oh, I'm sure she didn't mean it like that. Like, I'm sure that she's not racist. And I was like, no, dude, how else did she mean it? I mean, there's not another way to mean that sentence. And after that, like, I never hung out with her again. And I was just reminiscing on that today. Like, I'm so happy that that person is not part of my inner circle, if you will, because I just can't even imagine, like, tolerating that shit on a daily basis. So this being said, if you have people in your life who you are tolerating their racist behavior or just being like, oh, they didn't mean it or whatever it might be, you know, pushing aside their microaggressions or their racist comments or you have a friend who still is white, but they, they're saying the N word when they rap songs and you're like, what is wrong with you? Why do you keep doing this? You know, and like, just voice your opinions. It is our job to also raise our voices against our white friends and be like, um, what are you doing? That's not okay. You know, like, it's not black people's job to be constantly policing white people. It's white people's job to be holding our friends accountable. And that's something that I value so much in my friendships now is like people being educated on these matters and knowing that I'm not friends with fucking racists, you know? And keep in mind, I had that situation happen to me with that girl in Los Angeles, which is one of the most diverse places I've ever lived. That didn't happen to me where I grew up in suburban Georgia or anything like that. Um, not that it would be okay if it did. I'm just saying for context, you know, like racists are truly everywhere, my dudes. So you got to keep your eyes friggin' peeled, okay? Keep your ears peeled even more so because we need to be catching these comments when they come out of people's mouths, especially like, you know, grandparents and shit like that. Sometimes they just say shit where you're like, grandma, you cannot say that, okay? So like, Call out your elders, call out the people in your life who you feel like need to be held accountable because it's not okay just to be making subtle remarks to your white family about other races and shit when you're like, no, that's not what, why are you doing this? Like, who are you trying to impress? And also who would that even impress if you were trying to do that? Like, it's not fucking funny, you know? Ugh. Anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up here for my SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music listeners. Um, if you would like to leave a review for this podcast, you can do so on the Apple Podcasts app. I would really, really love it. I normally read a podcast reviewer of the week, but I just felt like it wasn't relevant with the topic I was talking about today. Like, we can just do it another time. But if you enjoy this podcast, yeah, go ahead and rate it. Share this with your friends who you feel like need it. Um, what else? I just think 
that you guys should go and check out all the resources in the show notes. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to me today and for just giving me this platform to be able to do this on. I seriously appreciate it. And the song I'm going to do to play us out today is called Change by J. Cole. And I just feel like it's a nice note to end on because he's talking about how the real revolution happens right inside of you, baby. You got to get the change going from inside. And I truly believe that like change is going to come when we hold ourselves accountable, when we educate ourselves, when we start to, you know, learn more about these types of topics and we are able to be allies. We start more of a change in ourselves and then our social circles and our families and out from there, baby. But, um, Hopefully someday the system itself changes. Until then, all we can do is spread the motherfucking word, baby. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. You can listen to the last 15 minutes of this podcast and hear the full hour-long version on patreon.com slash Megan Hughes if you would like to support my earnings because this is an ad-free show, at least for the time being, baby. And yeah, I'll just talk to you guys in two weeks in the next pod. Peace out. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I like this tone. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate My fears alleviate, my tears evaporate My faith don't deviate, ideas don't have a date But see I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step As we speak, I'm at peace, no longer scared to die Most niggas don't believe in God and so they terrified It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell Asking the Father for forgiveness got him overwhelmed as if he's spiteful like them white folks that control the jail See I believe if God is really never judge a man Because he knows us all and therefore he would understand The ignorance to make a nigga take his brother life The bitterness and pain that got him beating on his wife like, I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries unchanged, I see men cry But the only real change come from inside but the only real change come from inside But the only real yeah. change come from inside Chosen religion, Jesus peace, frozen from sinning Doing dirt, hoping to God, he know my intentions To see a million before I see a casket I got a baby on the way, no he gon' be a bastard I'm living fast like I'm in a drag race How that cash taste? When I was a senior, I was ballin' on my classmates Niggas put three bullets in my car, one hit the gas tank Know I got an angel, cause I'm supposed to have a halo right now My lifestyle destined for a federal facility For my ability to make them birds fly Beans won't get higher than a Birds out, you and who am I to tell a nigga what to do? I just supply, it's economics, my business ain't got the suit and tie. Keep a pistol at all times, niggas want what's mine. I can't oblige, dog, I work too hard. So reach for it, get referred to God, I'm going hard, nigga. I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from Cemeteries unchanged, I see men cry But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come yeah. from Prodigal son, got a new gun This one don't run out of ammo lately Been working on my handles, can I ball? Become a star and remain myself If I fall, dust it off and regain myself Fuck them all, they don't know all the pain I felt I'm in awe, after all the fame I felt I evolve, I no longer bury demons I'll be a vessel for the truth until I'm barely breathing I'm singing it's all about the evolution
sudden niggas popping trunk and then we scram Finger on trigger, make a little nigga understand What it's like to finally be the motherfucking man Eyes wide, that's from the power that the coward feels Niggas die for bitches disrespecting dollar bills Bloodshed then turn the city to a battlefield I call it poison, you call it real, that's how you feel Pistols be popping and niggas dropping a heartbeat Scattered like roaches, a body laid on the concrete Body laid on the concrete Look, somebody laid on the concrete No time for that, ain't no looking back Cause I'm running too I made it home, I woke up and turned on the morning news Overcame with a feeling I can't explain Cause that was my nigga James that was slain He was 22 Last night, around He was 22 22 year old black male Suspect tragedy in the black community we got to do better people 22 years old this boy was too young our condolences are with his family our prayers we know he's in a better place we know he's in a better place but this has got to end ladies and gentlemen we've got to come together this is this is beyond words I'd like to open this ceremony with